Hey family, this is Mo Lives on Purpose. My name is Monique Moss, also known as Mo, and I am here to tell you about all the details of how I went from a life of hopelessness to a life full of hope and purpose. And I'm also going to be empowering you to live on purpose mentally, physically, relationally, financially, and most of all, spiritually. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Although we will talk about mental and emotional health from time to time, I want you to know that this podcast does not take the place of actual therapy. I encourage everyone to go and find a therapist that fits your personal needs so that you can do the work that you need to do in order to recover from any mental and emotional trauma, as well as working through all the things that we go through on a day-to-day basis. Hey, my purposeful people, how are y'all doing? So again, I didn't do an episode last week and I'm just going to be 100% fully transparent on this episode and um, just kind of share some things that have been going on with me personally. So last week, I had an episode in mind. Um, so my episode thought was like I shared... Um, like one of my very first episodes was like my story. Um, and so a lot of times when we share our stories, we share like the tragic parts and we share like how we overcame that tragic part, those tragic things, those tragic situations Um, Really so that people can know like we are all human. We all make mistakes. We all go through difficult times in our lives. But I felt like I hadn't shared the story of how I met my husband. Um, And so I will share that on a completely different day um, at a different point. Um, So I'm not going to share that today. FYI, if that's what you're thinking. No, I feel like today I need to share what I was experiencing last week and a little bit of this week so that you can hopefully learn from from me. So I am one of those people that I get in these like cycles of gathering a lot of information about whatever it is I'm interested in at that point. So um, over the last few months, of course, I have been really interested in um, health and wellness and all of that good stuff. So for the past several months, I have been gathering a lot of information about eating disorders, um, healthy um, habits, um, wellness, and all that type of stuff. And when I tell y'all, there are so many opinions out there. <clears throat> it is so hard to like 
wrap your head around what's right and what's wrong. So that became overwhelming, especially since I really feel called to serve people that struggle with um, body image issues, eating disorders or disordered eating, um, you know, that type of those types of things. So I really feel called to serve people in that way. And so because of that, that's, you know, me gathering this information, doing research, kind of figuring out like, what do I believe for my own self? And how can I impart that knowledge to my clients? So um, that kind of led me to thinking about what what's next for Monique as far as um, you know, I'm almost done with my hours for becoming fully licensed. So I will be able to apply for my license, um, my full license in January of 2023, which we already almost midway through April. So it'll be here before you know it. So I'm always forward thinking what will be next after that. Of course, I still plan on staying at the practice that I'm at, but what can I do um, maybe in addition to that? Um, like, what are some of the things that I could get into, you know? And so I did this five-day um, purpose challenge with Patrice Washington absolutely love her. She has an amazing, amazing podcast. Um, and so in doing this five day challenge, she gives you a lot of stuff to think about. And right now the, um, the talks that she had during this five day challenge are all on her podcast. I don't know that they will stay there, but they are on there right now. So anyway, I, went through this five-day challenge and it really had me thinking a lot about all of, you know, what is it that I'm good at? What can I do to serve people? Um, what population do I want to serve? Like all of these different questions came up for me. And by the end of that five days, um, I felt like there was still a lot of unknown and I really was looking and listening at other things. So reading more things, um, researching things, um, listening to other podcasts and gathering more information, really just kind of trying to decide what just kind of resonated with me. And I think one of the the main things that I struggle with, and I'm I'm pretty sure other people struggle with, is like when people ask you a question about yourself, it's hard for me to, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but it's very hard for me to answer a question about myself. And I kind of feel like I, you know, kind of get in my head about that. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I answer a question about me? But if you were to ask me a question about somebody else, I can give you all of the, the tea, all of the information, everything about that person. 
um, and what I know about that person. But when it comes to myself, it's like, okay, Monique, do you really even know who you are? Do you know yourself well enough to, you know, define who you are as a person, say what you're good at? Like, I even had a conversation with my husband. I was like, hey, like, what are some things you think I'm good at? And so, of course, he answered my question. And so that kind of led me to have, you know, some ideas about other things that I can do to produce income for our household because of, you know, the things that I'm good at. And I just got into this tizzy of gathering all this information And I really got into this whole, I guess you can call it information overload or and decision fatigue. Like just getting tired of trying to make a decision on what to do next. And so, yeah, it just, it was just too much. And so last week, like when I say, I I probably was experiencing what most people would call burnout. Like I had decision fatigue, I had compassion fatigue. Like I went to work every day last week and I feel like I believe I served my clients well, but just at the end of the day I was very irritable and I really had to take a step back especially like between the time me leaving work and you know picking up my son and getting home like just turn that down and you can have your moment like when the kids go to bed um I had compassion fatigue decision fatigue 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 like fatigue with duties at home I was tired and so the idea of recording my podcast just felt like a chore. And that's why you did not get the episode of how I met my husband. Um, so that was last week. It, I think what happened was I really had to just take a break from all of that, gathering information, figuring out like what's next And it was funny because I feel like God just, when I get in those moments of like gathering all this information, like I said, it is a cycle for me. I will do it, get overwhelmed by the information and then have a period of, okay, let me just stop. And then when I feel better, like jumping back into it. And so There were two things that stood out to me last week that I wasn't even looking for that came to me and basically let me know what I needed to do in this moment. And so the first, um, I had to post this on my stories, but there was this meme that was going around and it said... This meme that was going around on social media and it said, God is not in a hurry. You are. It's why you're tired. It's why you're anxious, stressed, and disappointed. Trust that what was meant to be yours will be yours. Unrush yourself. I was like, dang, 
that's me. Like I am in this constant cycle of trying to determine what to do next, that I am overwhelming myself and in a hurry to get make a decision, in a hurry to jumpstart something new. And when I read that, I was like, okay, I need to chill out. And then the next thing, um, I am really trying to be intentional about reading devotionals, reading the word, praying, talking to God, all of that. Because whenever I that gets off track, then I'm loading my mind and my brain with everything else. And I think that is what jump-started this whole fatigue and the issues I had last week was because I really wasn't getting before God and asking him what's next. Asking him, what am I good at? And so on my Bible app that I have on my phone, you know, it has devotionals and things like that. And so this one devotional I read, I just, I wrote down um, an excerpt from what this devotional said. And when I say I boohooed because one, it was directly related to that meme that I just read to y'all. And it was like, okay, God, I, I get it. Um, and so what I wrote down, let me read this to y'all. And this is from um, a devotional that I read on my Bible app. And it says, um, it said, an overwhelmed mind has trouble hearing the voice of God. Stillness helps lift the anxiety. His glory will become more noticeable. And when your heart and mind are on that, you'll feel lighter and more peaceful. This is the place where prayers are answered. And that was that spoke directly to me because it was basically between that and the meme and both of these I read these at some point last week I don't even know what day I couldn't I can't remember all that but basically this was telling me like I am overwhelming myself with all this information but if I was to just get still y'all know that scripture be still and know that I am God I think that has very um, a few different ways that we can take that. But um, for me, on this particular day, that be still means be still and, and, and listen to me. Sit with me and allow me to pour into you. And you're anxious because a lot of this information ain't for you. And you can't decipher, discern what's for you because when you get this information, you're not coming coming to me with it and saying, God, is this something I need to take heed to? It's me trying to slash and cut and think about what should I take in, what should I not? And so, like this happened when, like me trying to decide trying to decide like what kind of eating habits do I need to have as a diabetic? What kind of um, things do I need? What kind of information do I need to impart to clients that struggle with eating and, and um, body image issues and, and whatnot? 
And it even came when I was trying to decide, like, what do I do next um, on this journey of, you know, trying to bring in more money um, for my family um, and fulfilling purpose while doing that. And so I was like, dang, okay, like, just be still. Stop trying to take in so much information without going to God first because I can probably nix all of the information I'm gathering and God can just download the information to me and I have what I need and so it was funny because I was at the nail shop today and I was listening to um, Sarah Jakes Roberts podcast Woman Evolve and so there was a lady on there named Colleen Newton, and she was talking about financial literacy and things like that. But um, it was funny because <laughs> the title of the episode was Provision of Information. And provision is a huge word for me right now, has been for the last several years. Um. Because it's the thing that I have to continue to remind myself that God keeps telling me with I don't provide vision without provision. So vision and provision are huge words um, for me right now. And so it was funny because she was talking about she barely even talked a whole lot about financial literacy she was just talking about everyday living and, and staying in your lane. And so she basically said all of the... She, so I think Sarah Jakes Roberts asked, asked her, how do we determine with all of this economic information that's out there, how do we t determine what route to take? How do we navigate like all of the influx of... Um, the increases in gas prices, increases in groceries, like how do we, you know, navigate all of that? And so she said, basically, we have to exhale. So breathe. There's that. <laughs> and then she said, we have to also recognize that all the info that's out there isn't for you. And we have to determine what info what information that we are taking in fits with our personal needs and our personal situation and determine what will develop the best results for ourselves and our families. And I was like, dang, Miss Colleen, like you all up in my business. <laughs> but it was true. It's like we have to just learn to, I think the exhale part is the being still, and when we gather information, what will produce the best results for me and my family? Regardless if that's finances, whether it's how, how do I need to eat, it's whether, like, what's next for me. And so, in all of this information that I gathered about gathering too much information, I'm still gathering information, but really it's it's like, this stuff is coming to me and I'm not looking for it. So I guess it's kind of different. <laughs> but 
But basically, I've came to the I've come to the conclusion that um I really have to determine what is best for me. And when I really got still last week, which didn't happen until the end of the week, and I tried to allow that to trickle into this week, God basically told me, you're looking for what's next, but you haven't perfected or given enough effort and energy into what you're doing now. And I was like, dang, okay. And specifically, this podcast. Um, this Originally, this podcast is supposed to be a weekly podcast, right? That I record on Mondays, edit, do all that good stuff throughout the week, and release on Fridays. And <laughs> I will say over the last month, two months, however, I can't, I don't know. I have not been that consistent with recording on Mondays, nor releasing on Fridays. And so God was like, work on that. Um, he also told me I needed to learn and and put into motion monetizing my podcast and once I do that then other things will will come and so instead of searching and looking for what's next be still in this moment create a plan for what you already have access to and I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. So, yeah. So, I wanted to share something real quick with y'all. Um, Last week, I had compassion fatigue. Like, I was so overwhelmed. Not just, and I think it the jump start of that was the information overload. Like, gathering too much information, doing too much with that. Which led into me having also compassion fatigue and just overall fatigue in my interactions with other people last week. Whether it was clients, family, friends, whoever. And so I was reading something about um, what is compassion fatigue and how do we fix it. And so... Um, compassion fatigue, these are, um, usually it happens like in, like people that are caretakers, people that are in helping professions, like nurses, therapists, doctors, those types of things. Um, but it can be in, in everyday people. And so some of the signs, there's a lot of signs that you might have compassion fatigue and it's basically feeling exhausted physically and mentally, psychologically, feeling helpless, hopeless, or powerless, feeling irritable, that was me, angry, sad, or numb, a sense of being detached or having decreased pleasure in activities, 
ruminating about the suffering of others and feeling angry towards the events or people causing the suffering. Blaming yourself and having thoughts of not having done enough to help the people who are suffering. A decreased sense of personal and professional accomplishment. A change in your worldview or spirituality. And then physical symptoms including sleep and appetite disturbances, nausea, and dizziness. And this is from BannerHealth.com. And so then it talked about... How do we work on this? How do we improve upon this? And so basically it says making sure that we're following our self-care routines, getting enough sleep, choosing healthy foods, exercise regularly, and nurture social relationships. And it was funny because this particular one, these are things I tell clients like, hey, if you are intentional in these areas within your week, a lot of times you may feel a little bit better. And that's making sure you get enough sleep, eating. And I try not to specify what food is healthy versus unhealthy. Like I like I have clients that just don't eat. So eating something is better than nothing. So anyway, I also talk about joyful movement. And that is moving without any intention behind it except for This is something I like to do that is movement that helps improve my mood. And being social, interacting with the people that you love and care about. And it was funny because I think last week I wasn't doing any of this. I know last week I didn't do any of this. And that also caused me to have all of this tiredness and exhaustion. Um, Another thing that it says is avoiding information overload. (laughs) That was me. And paying attention to how stressful or traumatic information affects you. Y'all, why do I do this to myself? (laughs) Next, it says identifying your priorities and engaging in activities that replenish and rejuvenate you. That's another thing I tell my clients. Prioritize your life, prioritize your day, your week, whatever. Whatever can get done can get done, but anything outside of that, you can, you know, put it on for the next day or whatever. And I was not doing that myself. Practice what you teach, Mo. Practice what you preach. Practicing gratitude and being in the present moment. That's a big one. And I think that's what God was wanting me to do. Be still, be grateful for what you have right now. Yes, we need vision. We need to place action on vision. However, we also have to still be intentional with what we have access to right now. Be intentional in what we have in front of us right now. So, yeah. Um, Focusing on areas that you have control over, including your thoughts and feelings. Rather than having unrealistic expectations about changing things that might be beyond your control. Y'all, this is crazy because this is all stuff I tell my clients. I always tell clients, control what you can control. And usually that's you. 
uh, you can't control other people. A lot of times you can't control the situations around you because if you could, you probably would never have any issues. But because we can't control a lot of what goes on from day to day, what can I control? I can control how much sleep I get. I can control what I intake. And that's not just food, but what I intake on social media, what I intake on TV, like what do I fill my body, my brain, my mind, my spirit with? Um, so yeah, I can, I can also control whether or not I choose to exercise or like I say, joyful movement. And I can control who I choose to interact with. Um, it's so crazy because last week when I was doing this five day challenge, um, with the Patrice Washington five day challenge, God was telling me not to be on social media while that challenge was going on. And the challenge started Sunday of last week and ended Thursday. And... Sunday, I didn't do the challenge. I didn't listen to the challenge um, talk for that day because we were doing stuff as a family. But I did listen to it Monday. But I, you know, I did the the rest of the week for the most part. And I did. I I took those apps off of my phone, and I don't think I got back on them until Friday. Or if I did, I limited myself to a certain amount of time. And can y'all imagine like what my brain would have been going through if I did have social media on? Like if I was paying attention to that, like, oh my goodness. And so I think Friday was the day that I saw that meme. Um, about not being in a hurry because God isn't. So, and sorry, the last thing that Banner Health says um, about compassion fatigue is seeking pro- professional help if you need it. And so, if you know if it becomes too overwhelming and it's hard for you to kind of get out of that funk, then seeing a therapist um, in order to kind of get through through that situation so i'm saying all this to say a couple things one a lot of times we are looking for what's next and we have not worked on what is right in front of us and that might be you know you're looking for what's next as far as a job or a career or whatever, which is fine. But have you been intentional about what you currently have, the current job that you have? Have you done well in that? Have you done well in the relationships that you currently have? If you are, you know, somebody that is wanting to get married one day or, you know, wanting to have a partner and get married and have kids, like, how are you in the relationships that you currently have? You know, so a lot of times we need to work on those so that we can be better in the relationships of our future that we're seeking, that we're wanting. 
the other thing is if you're tired be still and get some rest <laughs> like i don't know how else to put that and so i have really been thinking about this whole week like where can i um take some time to just be and not work and you know taking some time off to just to just be monique <laughs> now that's hard when you have kids your wife and all that other stuff so um if i can disconnect from one thing what would that look like so with that being said y'all I have made a decision to disconnect from the podcast for the rest of the month of April. I do have things that I would like to um, do between now and then. I have a list of things that I'm wanting to do. Of course, one of those things is um, recording with guests, um, finding ways to monetize this podcast and things like that. So, I'm going to take a little break. And so with that being said, um, I'd rather have a planned break that I know that I'm giving you guys instead of one that's just random. And so I hope that this episode has provided you with something that you need, especially if you find yourself in the same shoes that I was over the last week or so, just feeling tired and exhausted. And not knowing, you know, how to move forward. And so to that I say, be still, get before God, and he will instruct you on what to do, how to navigate, how to prioritize, and all that good stuff. So anyway, I love you guys. I will see you in May. Be blessed and have a good one. Bye. Please be sure to subscribe and follow my podcast. Also, follow me on Instagram at Mo Lives on Purpose. And then you can also email me with any questions or any feedback that you have for me. And my email address is Mo Lives on Purpose at gmail.com. Thank you guys, and I hope you are blessed and go and live more purposely.